The following podcast contains real reviews and the ridiculous reactions of two would-be oracles of the internet. The opinions expressed and presented are mere musings, so please humor their hijinks with a laugh and not by taking anything they say seriously. Seriously. Uh, TripAdvisor, I don't know, people people be leaving reviews places these days, and it's our duty to pick them up and say, wow, they really screwed the pooch on this attempt, didn't they? <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that's all we do. Uh, we're funny, hopefully, by the end of it, at least a couple times. Look at internet culture sometimes. I don't know, man. Let's let the, let's let the cheese do the talking here. I got a okay. review. Uh, I was trying to get a seasonal snowboarding review, but this was served. This found me, you know, the best reviews. Okay. This is from Amazon, the protective padded shorts, 3D protection, hip butt, EVA protection gear, guard ski, snowboard, skateboarding, five size men, women, youth kids. It's just some like athletic undies with padding on them. Okay. Amazon customer, uh, a close friend of the show, titles their review, saves one from bodily damage. She writes, although this is sold for children, it seems comfortably for an adult, 5'8", 120 pounds. Have been using it while roller skating and have been taking such hard hits to the backside that possibly could have led to the hospital. However, this product makes it seem as if you didn't even fall. Yes, you will be sore for a few days, but not crippled. It is a true blessing here. Highly recommend for any ice skaters or roller skaters and does tricks or tend to go fast. You will not be disappointed. Five stars. (laughs) I suppose if you're using, like, the measuring stick of crippled, yes, no, there's one unit of measurement, (laughs) and crippled is that unit, then being sore for a few days is kind of like you didn't fall at all. Almost. Because you're not crippled. What's hitting me here is, uh, with or without padding, if if I'm going to be in a situation where I could be debilitated... And they're like, well, you can wear these undies and then you, you'll be safe. You know, I just don't buy it. I just don't buy that. That that would these undie these underoos with some styrofoam on them. Is it really just like underoos? I, I'll say they're like uh, athletic wear spandex shorts, right? Okay. Like, I'm kind of the- I'm kind of picturing like I know some soccer keepers will have like cool cool half tights. Looks very uh, hockey pads to me. Ooh. All right. Yeah, I sent you a little this. picture. Jazz. <laughs> okay. <laughs> this is some Power Ranger looking stuff. Right. Yeah. You, you're really, uh, I don't know, shooting the gap. I, what What are they doing in Power Ranger land? Jump the Zord? Yeah. You're jumping the Zord in these. No doubt. Yeah. Trip, uh, trip the Zord on, so to speak. <laughs> It looks like, yeah, like a pair of uh, like spandex with tire treads adhered to it yeah, on the butt, on the, on the lower cheek, and on the hip. 
I'm always appreciator of the the hip protection. You know, it, you get hit on that hip bone that hurts. Mm-hmm. But really, what this looks designed for is like protection from a kick knee sign. <laughs> this looks like a great that pad is perfectly designed so people just cannot kick you right in the ass. <laughs> It's probably also the cause of the kick me sign. <laughs> it's the diaper booty that you get from these <laughs> yeah, bad boys. Little huh? George with his booty butt. <laughs> uh, yeah, you're not doing good. You got perma, perma like apple bottom jeans going on from these <laughs> boots with the fur. So she's roller skating. Mm-hmm. She, I feel like she would have specified if it was the, uh, what do they call it? The cool roller, the inline battle skating, what's that called? Roller blade. Oh, like roller derby. The roller derby. She would have specified oh. if this was a roller derby situation. Those, These definitely seems like some shorts you could throw on for some roller derbage. Yeah, if you're derbying it up, then either you've got way more safety equipment than this. Or you're just so strong and <laughs> don't care that yeah. you use nothing. Rugby player style. Your bones yeah. are in the padding. <laughs> <laughs> but I feel like Amazon customer really would have specified if this was roller derby. In which case, what kind of high contact regular roller skating is going on here? I don't know. Maybe it's just our our Midwestern sensibilities. Um that we so rarely see roller skaters, bladers, any type. Uh, that we don't, we don't know what danger lurks out there for those. Who... <sighs> I don't know. I've I've seen the Power Rangers movie, man. I I kind of know what okay inline okay. roller skating's all about. Yeah, I've seen Brink. I've seen Barbie. <laughs> I know people who lived in California and skated a lot. That's what yeah. I'm saying. You remember that opening scene of the Power Rangers movie? Sweet skate? montage. They skate across uh, Angel Grove, man, to the oh. oh, keep on trucking during that song. It's kind of a little bit of Mighty Ducks two action there. Then, oh yeah, definitely like Mighty Ducks cool, but like I don't know. Is I I feel weird calling Power Rangers cool because it's not <laughs> the same kind of cool, right? As actual cool, but. But yeah, there, there's a sweet montage, man. You, you gotta check that out. Uh, but you know what I want to check out? What do you want to check out? A little review that you brought. All right, I got a little, a little set of reviews here. I kind of just it, it recently have been finding little sets of reviews and like, what am I gonna do with all these? I guess read them. Uh, <laughs> here's an Amazon review. This one's a short one uh, to start. An Amazon review for Campbell's condensed chicken noodle soup. 10.75 ounce can pack of four. Classic Campbell's chicken noodle. You add, you, you dump it in and you fill the thing with water. You dump that in. Um, or at least that's what the product listing is. It, it appears that this review is actually for flavor name baked potato with steak and cheese. Oh, that's pretty, that's pretty fancy for a yeah. simple Campbell's. Yeah. Amazon user Ale Monkey titles their review, No Thanks, and writes... Looked like molten lava and tasted like hot dog water. Never again, <laughs> Campbell's one star. Well, that's so much for that uh, fancy, intriguing flavor. Yeah, I don't know that I'm going to be trying it. Just makes me think of uh, Sanic. A little chili dog water. A little chili dog water. I don't want any of that. Chili dog water. Ooh, chili dang water. 
Uh, here's a better review, though. This is uh, ow, flavor name beef with country vegetables. None of them city vegetables in our soup. Yeah, this is a normal run-of-the-mill flavor we got here. This is from Shane Bias. Shane titles his review, gross, three exclamation points, and writes, absolutely disgusting. I opened a can and I and almost gagged at the smell. I thought maybe hot is better, so cooked it, which was even worse. <laughs> Still not 100% convinced I just wasted my meager food budget. I taste tested a large spoonful, chewed up veggies and beef, and was utterly repulsed by cheap rotten tastes and textures with absolutely no appeal to my palate. So I spit it out and dumped the whole bowl in the garbage, which I hate to do. Do you hear that, Campbells? You cost me money and made me waste food. This foul excrement is just that. Which begs the question, who ate it before you? Cancel this horrid product and don't waste a cent on it. Hopefully you don't get stuck with a flat like me. Good day, one star. I don't understand in a world where someone doesn't know what they're getting when they buy some Campbell's soup. <laughs> I don't understand a world where someone smells something and is like, that's bad, let me heat it up. <laughs> it smells worse than like, well, let me try it just to be sure. That is putrid. Let me boil the bat out. <laughs> yeah, That's what cooking's <laughs> for. I learned that in science class. He's... <laughs> Yeah, yeah, you know, you heat it up saying, and, and the and the grossness gets scared and it, the, <laughs> it leaves. Yeah, you you want to drink bleach? You just gotta boil it first, and then mm. it becomes good to go. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of another food where that precedent is, and it's like jackfruit's the exception. Yeah, that's right? what I'm thinking of. Is jackfruit. And there's like cheese is funky, but you cut, you know, that's another sort of exception to the rule. You want the funk. Yeah. So you want some of the, some rottenness to some cheeses. There's a controlled funkening <laughs> that I don't trust in my canned goods. Yeah, you, know? you don't want any funk, zero funk, please. Yeah, I think being in a can, that is sort of implied no funk. The most funk you want is a little bit of metallic funk. <laughs> The aluminum can is, is sort of a symbol of anti-funk. <laughs> the only funk that's locked in is, yeah, the taste of metal. Yeah, it, it, spam is about as funky as it can get, but spam is only funky because there's so much sodium it could kill an elephant. I am in any so can. glad you brought that up. But before we comment on that, I've got one more review. Sure. This is from Jesse F. for cream of mushroom with roasted garlic soup. Oh, cream mushroom, the classic sort of ingredient, but they add a little roasty, toasty yes, garlic. I like I'm interested. That. Yeah. Jesse, she uh, got a pack of 12. Titles, oh. titles a review Heavy Boxes and writes These items were delivered after dark, which is fine. They were placed at the corner of the living room door, and if not for Alexa, I would not have known they were there. I do not use this door. I do not appreciate walking around my house in the dark. If you lived in a rural area in Arizona, you would know why. I put a table in the driveway right outside my patio door, which is well lit. It's been used once. I am elderly and do not walk well. While this is not your fault, it would be nice for packages to go on the table. By the way, the picture that was taken shows a well lit area. I'm sure the light is from the camera that was used. I did not have a light on. One star. 
this poor lady's got a chupacabra problem. <laughs> is that what it is? I don't know much about rural Arizona. Yeah, there's so many, the 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 sort of evil implication that yeah, she had here there. I thought it was just coyotes, or at the very worst, sort of that that three headed coyote mythic mm. monster that that's like it lies to you and gets you to do bad things. Uh, yeah, we're talking upper echelon scary things here Oof. because I. You, the whole point of living in the rural area is you don't worry about the burglars and the standard sort of mm-hmm. scary other human elements. This is this is if they are worrying about humans, it's a hill have hills have eyes Ooh, deliverance sure. type human situation. I think you're probably closer to the truth with the cryptid carnival that just sort of right. It's <laughs> it's either cryptids, <laughs> it's it's cryptid, some sort of ghouls. Uh. Yeah, some some sort of banjo, ominous banjo playing something. You know? Heaven forbid you got to go to the corner of your house to get to, to use that door there. Right, that's the Mothman door. <laughs> that's why the light is off over there. Mothman doesn't like when I use that door and the light comes on. He comes, in, blah, 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 he just scoots right up. <laughs> then you got a Mothman on your hands. Get, get out of here! Get out, Mothman. And then, you know, to get rid of a Mothman, you're going to have to get a uh, uh, some Jeepers Creepers. You're going to have to get a Jeepers Creeper to fight the Mothman. And then you know, Hollywood's going to want to show up, get movie rights to that. And, That's a whole uh, thing. I just wanted a t- my 12 cans of condensed garlicky soup. My, my, my barrel of mushroom. And I can't be bothered. With the fresh garlic here, or to get one of those cute little jars with the cute little teal uh, packaging. I need my I need my mushrooms pre-garlicked, all right? And uh, a little Orosboros uh, Severus Coyote beast that has made a nest around my side door, as all rural <laughs> Arizona houses have. You know this if you live here. You need a, a a fake door for the cryptids <laughs> to think that you use. Sort of hang out there like a 1950s gang. <laughs> Meanwhile, you're you're a very smart human. You just use a different door. They don't use even, the patio the door. They never thought of that. Who would go out of there and use the patio door? That's foolish. Guess who? Jesse F. Yeah, and Jesse thought that this Amazon driver would be privy to the whole rural arizona cryptid situation maybe he is himself a cryptid amazon driver oh a lot of people out there in rural arizona to drive they hire anybody one of those amazon drivers were after they at at 4 a.m in (laughs) in the fog (laughs) after they deliver their last package it just sort of drives into the distance (laughs) and you don't know where that amazon truck fades away yeah when you're on (laughs) When you're on Amazon and you see if I if you order within the next hour, it can be delivered between two and six a.m. You're like, who's mm. who's making those deliveries? Mothman, Mothman, or ghouls and ghosts? Beast men, beast men well, and women, banshees, sentient piles of goo, perhaps. <laughs> I've seen a sentient pile of cool drive a delivery truck. It's hard to know what pronouns to use in their situation, but <laughs> right, uh, we got a it it's, we got a they them, you know, because. <laughs> Pile of goo that could be a lot of a lot of little goos making up one big goo. That's true. It's an entity of goo. And if it's a high mind situation, it might be 
like that. And, and at that point, that's also very hard for people from Arizona to navigate through, I think, is <laughs> it what truly to, to is. intimidating. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, really, she wasn't upset about the uh, the cryptid door package <laughs> drop off. She just is channeling her uh, being upset of being confused at her, her goo driver, uh, you know. My goo driver was so androgynous, I just didn't even know what to say. Don't you hate that? This is the world we live in now, Jesse. <laughs> you can't tell a goo from a, a girl. <laughs> hey, I still got it. All right, I'll, uh, I'll, I'll read a review, I think. Uh, speaking of outside, speaking of crazy things happening outside, uh, let's go back to Amazon, because that's the bread, that's the butter, baby. And uh, from Amazon, believe it or not, I have a listing for one cubic foot of 100% natural wheat straw. Okay. That's four pounds of straw. Uh, Which is different than hay, everyone. Mm. I assume being Thank from you. rural Midwest, everyone who's listening knows that. Uh, I didn't link myself to a specific review here. I'm going to take a page out of Matt's book and just, they're all very similar and all shocked me in the same sort of way. So I'm just going to read some and I'm sure we'll get that what that note was. Okay. Uh, let's start with Mimi. She's right at the top of these reviews. Let's let Amazon curate these for us. Uh, Mimi titles it, A Lot of Straw at a Good Price. They write, I ordered it this for my feral cat shelter. I was pleasantly surprised at how much straw was in the box, and the quality, too, would purchase again five stars. Okay. Okay, we got Kendall customer Nagolian over My here. My eyes have narrowed. I hope yours have, listening audience. They title it, Good Product for Outside Cats. I got this from my outside cat house. No packaging in the box. It wasn't an issue. It wasn't wet or anything. Good price for the amount. Cats are happy. I would recommend four <sighs> stars. What? Amazon customer, good amount of straw here for feral cat shelters. Only have one shelter so far, but plenty of straw left. Clean and well packaged in its own box for storing arrive fast. Had misunderstanding at first his husband got packaged and thought it and thought it was his, leaving me to think it wasn't delivered no Ooh. harm as was able to contact the seller in case of actual problem. We'll purchase this again, uh, though I'm sure five stars. Okay. I'm just groaning at the unnecessary. We don't need to know the details of your little bumbling. Right, your little personal bumbling. I'm sure it's very, very important that these feral beasts. What in the world? Have their comfy, comfy straw, but I. But your husband uh, having a 10 minute mishap. Not really noteworthy. Now, I, it's it's hard to another hard to navigate comedy situation here because you don't want to talk bad about people doing a this this is a kindness, right? Right, sure, tender, love and care. Right. Anyway, you shake it. They are being nice. They don't have to keep these give these feral cats a house. But uh, is this? Is this straw in a box any better than the the little situation they had going? I just don't know. <laughs> What's so good about this four pounds of straw that that these feral cats need so bad? Yeah, yeah, that is a very good point. Like, 
<laughs> when you buy wood shavings for your hamster to roam around in, mm. that's because the little guy can't go outside and get it himself. Yeah, he can't get the real wood shavings, the natural wood shavings outside. Roam the the hills, the piles of wood shaving that hamsters need in their natural habitat. But feral cats, I don't know. Maybe I, I'm I'm putting too much trust in feral cats' ability to live. I know cats to be resourceful little I'm dudes. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, any cat I know can can find itself a thicket and then bed down in a thicket. I know cats to be thicket finding machines. It's what they're made for, practically. Mousing in thickets. Maybe walking on fences all cool, too. Walking on fences all cool, uh, doing, singing little little cheeky songs about how they're sort of bad to the bone while they're <laughs> while there's sort of a fishbone aesthetic going on. Oh, sure. Yeah. I don't know. I, I picture myself as a feral cat. I would see this human setting up a box for me filled with this stupid straw, and I wouldn't want it. I would be like, Pfft. what do you think I am? Some sweater wearing uh, yacht sailing boy? Yeah, what are you, you going to put a collar on me and, and lead me around your house? You're going to set up a little obstacle course for me? No. The world is my obstacle course, Amazon I see customer. some steps there I can crawl under. I'm going to crawl under them steps. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna make a, a a little bed for myself out of dead rats because I'm such a capable feral hunter. <laughs> You're gonna hear meowing from underneath your porch. You're gonna say, "Let's not use that door anymore." And like, oh, I got so <laughs> many doors with the cryptid situation, feral cats living under the, the deck. Uh-huh. Well, it's only so long before those feral cats gain the strength of a cryptid themselves. Yeah, don't try and restrain me with your straw, boxed straw. Unless it's unless there's a snowstorm that you know that's one thing feral cats are I don't know how equipped they are other than that mm. though I ain't too worried about feral cats I think they can take care of themselves here yeah and I think sixteen bucks I'm pretty sure you can get a way comfier cat bed than straw for sixteen dollars oh, sure. oh for sure. Maybe it's just because you can pee pee poo poo on straw and it's not really a big deal. Just the disposability. Yeah, a rot down to nothing. Yeah, but I mean, these cats are feral. What are you, what are you trying to spritz up the place for them? I don't know. I just can't relate, I guess. <laughs> Nor I. I was like, what are, what are people using this, this four pound box of straw for? Oh, they are. Breeding feral cats on their property. Yeah, I would not have expected. Get them spayed if you're gonna like host yeah, them. Correct me if I'm mistaken, audience. There's a comment section in, on the website. But please inform me of the the how to take care of feral cats. But at some point, you don't want to create feral cats unless you're ready for that, or uh, to shelter feral cats unless you're ready for that responsibility. Because before you know it. More feral cats are showing up. Maybe you don't have put out the food for them like usual. They're clawing at your door. They're fucking gnawing through your windows and shit. <laughs> Suddenly, the support beams for your for your lofted uh, <laughs> deck with hot tub are just eroded to nothing because they've been peeing on it. Yeah, they. Before you know, it, you got a you got a hot tub full of cat piss, and not just any <laughs> old cat piss. That's bad enough. This is feral cat piss. That's double strength. You don't know what sort of things they're putting in their little cat bodies. Ugh. Ugh. Not, not wheat straw, I'll tell you that much. I don't got time mm. for that. 
don't know if we got time for much before we go to break, but but we got time for this one. It's it's a Google review for Lil Ted's Pub and Grill. <laughs> um, where the heck is this? This is in Nebraska City. Uh, Justin Long, speaking of Jeepers Creepers. Oh, the- <laughs> What's up, Justin? <laughs> Justin Long has this to say of Lil Ted's Pub and Grill. Taco salad sucks. Bone and chicken wings suck. Enough said. <laughs> Three stars. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to be messing those up, man. Uh, I don't know. What, like, is enough said with that? I could I could use some more, but but also I think I understand the sentiment. Listen, dude. If, the, if this sucks and this sucks, is there hope? That's true. I guess okay. We got we got the breakdown here. He gives food two, service five, atmosphere five. Oh wow! So That's... delightful company. <laughs> <laughs> Trash food. Well, it's <laughs> nice of him to give it three. Then I think. Yeah, that is fair. <laughs> All right, I'll, we'll we'll go to break uh, with his Taco Bell review. He says. <laughs> Don't get chalumpas. They're hard as hell. <laughs> the two times I've been, service is slow. Like, what the hell are you guys doing in there? Shake my head. Two stars. <laughs> Bro had some, <laughs> some beef, some taco. Oh, Hold the beef God with Isabel no. here. He's got a Taco John's review. <laughs> <laughs> Place is a joke. Pulled up. Every employee was sitting on curb outside smoking. Got up and ran inside. <laughs> Took forever to make two orders. Two employees had pajama pants on. Shake my head. LOL. One star. Uh, we do hate. We do hate a pajama pants in a in a hot oil environment. Yeah, that's not a good combo. All right, that's the break. Let's go. Hey, everybody. Thank you for listening to our lovely little podcast. If you'd like to go above and beyond in supporting our show or have the most fabulous conversation starters since sliced bread, go to reviewparty.com.com. Click on shop and explore some fabulous t-shirt designs. Where's your favorite place to wear a t-shirt? On my body. <laughs> mine, mine is at the store. <laughs> That is a good place to wear a t-shirt. Reviewparty.com.com. Click shop. Why stop there? Don't stop now. Don't stop me now, because I'm buying a t-shirt. I'm buying a shirt. Ladies and gentlemen, friends, neighbors, enemies, rivals, whoever you are out there listening, listener, welcome to the second half of the episode, and welcome to... Bum, 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 bum. Precious Max. <laughs> it's bad to the bone. <laughs> What's a Precious Max, Matt? That's uh, the segment where it's. it might be similar to other segments. One could argue. Well, one shouldn't argue it, though, because it's just a general grab bag of reviews of a certain product from any site, uh, and it doesn't have, bear any similarities to any other segments. Uh, you heard it here. I've got a whole bunch of reviews from Amazon for, uh, as referenced probably 10 minutes ago, spam. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
It's always on my mind. It's no coincidence it came up. It's mm. it's just well, no, it is coincidence because I'm always thinking about spam. I'm in a constant state of trying to restrain myself from just having an hour of you know top to bottom spam content mm-hmm. on this podcast. <laughs> We've got plenty of spam content to chew through here. <laughs> finally, finally, I can um, indulge. Like the Campbell's soup, we've got some different flavors here, but we should coalesce before we end. So, starting up, we have an Amazon review customer for flavor name Pork. Amazon customer titles their review, Holy Salt, and writes, Okay, I am a big bacon eater and have been known to hold my own when it comes to prosciutto, salami, and any number of cured meats. Unless you can down a half teaspoon of rock salt straight up, by the low sodium. This is so salty, it's nearly inedible. Two stars. I mean, yeah, but he lay, lays it all on the table. I don't think a, a half, you say half teaspoon of salt. Half teaspoon. Of rock salt. I think I could do that easy. Mmm. I don't want just uh, is is on the fries on just the burger. What was the the exact context? Saying unless you can handle a half teaspoon of rock salt straight up. Okay. Don't get this spam because it's too salty. Oh right. What do you expect from the spam, brother? <laughs> All right, that's fair. Yeah, uh, that's that's like this grapefruit was too sweet. <laughs> I think I just like the 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 resume of salted meats that, that Amazon customer took us through. Listen, I get the meat sweats on the daily. My meat resistance is high. Uh, on that note, here's one. This is for the flavor name Less Sodium. I don't know if it's if it's going a bit too far. You'll have to tell me if it's at all accurate to the to the culture. Um, this is from Amazon user June L88. They title their review salty and write too salty, not suitable for Asians. Two stars. Oh, <laughs> what? Um, you spent time in Japan. Did you, did you learn that? I think Japanese people are just as concerned or unconcerned about their sodium intake or, or lack thereof as any other culture I've interacted That's what with? I thought, yeah, I was. You know, they got the they got the soy sauce. They got the low sodium right? soy it's, sauce, just like just like the just fam, like us. It's just like they're <laughs> just like us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, here is a review for flavor named chicken, right here <laughs> from from Amazon user Juno Wong. They titled their review, Amazing Flavor, as always. Would not recommend buying from this seller, though. And write, ordered a 12-pack for my mom on Mother's Day as a joke. She said she only received a six-pack and started preaching, telling me how much cheaper it is at Costco. Anyways, I basically paid 40 bucks for six packs of of spam. (laughs) Scam. Two stars. That's rough, buddy. Yeah, I think the the lecture from mom is probably worse than wasting forty bucks on six cans of spam. Yeah, I, I I'm a spam fan. I don't have it too too often, but the appeal is like you don't even feel like you're spent money on the food when you eat it, right? <laughs> it's like this: you're you're cut, you take the spam out the tin, you cut it up to do a little fry job on the frying pan or what have you, and it's just like this is free. 
I'm almost being paid to eat this. This food is so cheap. Mm-hmm. Unless you're in Hawaii. Oh, is it expensive there? There's the markup situation? Everyone, I mean, they love it for one, but mm-hmm. everything is expensive there. Sure. Uh, all right. Now we turn purely to jalapeno flavor. Chris H. titles his review, Barely Spicy. Uh, I don't know. Is that like a, that's a cry, little, little tear emoji? <laughs> Uh, and Chris writes, just as greasy and weird as regular. I was hoping for hot. Nope. Two stars. Just put some sriracha on it, bro. Yeah, dude, he, I, <laughs> I appreciate it. He at least knows, like, I'm buying spam because it's weird and it's greasy. Uh, I was hoping it'd be, it'd be hot. But, eh, eh. Uh, <laughs> similar, Gary titles his review, couldn't taste or see any jalapeno. Couldn't taste jalapeno at all. Then, out of nowhere, the last leftover inch, two bites. Yay, I tasted jalapeno. <laughs> also really fatty, two stars. I kind of picture, like, each jalapeno spam. It's just, like, a spam encased around one single jalapeno. Ooh. You know what I mean? <laughs> that is exciting to think about. Like, if you could do a perfect cut down the middle and the cross section would just be almost scientific. <laughs> just like a, a jalapeno with a spam rectangle around uh, it. Yeah, I would that, go for that. I would go for that, too, honestly. Um, I don't know that Amazon user Grumpa would. <laughs> Grumpa titles a review, not much flavor, and writes, hardly any spicy flavor. Hala and the Peño left the stage. <laughs> I wanted to try this since the only spam I ever had was 60 and 70 years ago at home and as service editions. Haven't tried my smoke flavored yet. As far as jalapeno goes, bring your tiny Tabasco bottle, just like Vietnam. And that is Vietnam in as two words. I want to I wanna just editorialize. Mm-hmm. Um, parentheses. I also smothered it in jalapeno pepper chip cuts. My palate is delicate and not burned up, so that is where all this is coming from. I tried it raw, fried, and nuked. No flavor. Two stars. That's kind of the whole point of spam. It's kind of what I'm getting upset about. (laughs) You don't really want to taste much of anything. Yeah. I mean, it's not. You don't eat it for the taste, I'm afraid. (laughs) And the thing is, is I think it's so popular is because it is so adaptable. It is so doctor-uppable. You know what I mean? Mm Mm-hmm. If you want it spicy, you're supposed to put Tabasco on it. You're supposed to supply your own peppers, you know, to get a peppery delight in your in your stir fry or what have you. Come on. Come on. Mm-hmm. You, you want more out of this? You, you don't buy spam for a, a, a wonderful surprise uh, explosion of flavor. <laughs> you buy it because it's cheap protein uh. that can fill you up. <laughs> I think Steve G totally agrees with you. This is we're gonna end it here. Steve G titles his review meh, but writes it's not as good as the original, but it'll make a turd two stars. <laughs> that's that's it, baby. So all you need your food to do. <laughs> all right, I'd give I'd give it. I'd say you know it'll make a turd four stars <laughs> from my perspective. Uh yeah yeah it depends on how the turd is coming out, but. <laughs> Let's not split hairs here. No, as long as things are moving, you know, I'm a real, when it comes to my digestive system, I'm a real, 
if you take a step back, at least you're taking two steps forward. Mm-hmm. You, you know. But yeah, thanks for the spam. Oh yeah. Oh, Delicious. Yeah. <laughs> How fitting an internet show with a segment about spam. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I have a review. Uh, I guess this is the one that I have. Uh, a review from TripAdvisor for uh, Aspen Mountain in Aspen, Colorado. Mm. Uh, also known as the Ajax. Okay. It's a bit of a longer review, but we'll we'll pump through it. Let's go. This is a review by Bob E. Bob E, not Bobby, mind you, Bob, Bob e. Robert E, uh, not Roberti. They write Aspen Mountain or Ajax, as it is used to be known, is the closest ski area to the city of Aspen, quite literally at the town's southern edge. It was the first developed area of the uh, resort's four ski hills and offers a unique winter sports experience. At a mere 675 acres, this is not a big ski area, nor an easy one. It is long and narrow in shape, essentially two canyons side by side, flanked by parallel ridges. A series of very difficult black and double black runs descend from the ridges into the canyons. At the bottom, narrow, steep runs snake their way down to the bottom of the resort. The area's top third, roughly above the Bell Mountain, is comprised of blue and black green tree glade runs which is which vary in difficulty however even the blue runs tend to have technical features ungroomed hairpin turns sudden mm. steep drops etc that make this overall a more challenging area than the norm for this reason ajax is recommended for high intermediate to advanced skiers i noticed two types of riders in evidence one very good skiers who take their time on the slopes with a blom and two Ski fashion models who don't seem to ski at all but enjoyed riding the gondola up and hanging at the sun deck bar or the private Aspen X Beach Club. What? Uh, the beaches in quotes. So it must be okay. theme, themed. Dressed in gold lame and Chewbacca fur. Both <laughs> seem to be having a great time. I enjoyed it too, but as a high intermediate skier myself, I definitely felt challenged. Some of the blue here would be blacks anywhere else. I stink at reading trail maps, so the fear of a wrong turn and a double black death plunge loomed. Also, do the layout, if you don't want to ride all the way to the bottom, you end up lapping the same one or two chairs, Ajax Express, or the Jet Ridge two-seater. For lovers of this sort of technical canyon and grade skiing, this is a great area. However, most locals tend to treat it as a place to catch a few turns when they don't have time to head for the highlands or snowmass. I gave it a morning and then headed for snowmass myself. All that aside, the scenery from the gondola is absolutely extraordinary and well worth a download ride to watch the city come into view. Would definitely do it again, but preferably with a local or someone who knew the trails. Mm. Three stars. Okay, that seems fair and measured. Mm-hmm. Say, so, yeah, a star off for difficulty for for perhaps, you know, uh, unclear, shady, dif- or uh, foggy difficulty. And a star off for, uh, I don't know, they didn't seem too... Uh, at at odds with the Chewbacca fur wearing uh, beach club goers. That sounded like their biggest complaint. It, it was a really? complaint. 
but it both seemed to be having a good time. You, they could have been meaner. They could have been meaner for sure. <laughs> I would have been. Um, have you skied, snowboarded, done any of that sort of slope sport? I have uh, snowboarded up north. I don't feel like I've done it enough times to call myself a snowboarder. Sure. I can put a plank under my feet and go down. A, I can go down a bunny hill like a son of a bitch. But more than that, it's, you know, I'm going to take a tumble, couple tumbles before I get to the car my way to the bottom of the hill for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's I was thinking. I've, I've been snowboarding three, maybe four times, mm-hmm. uh, like once a year the past couple of years and that's it so as you're reading that with the the surprising uh, technical bits like mm. hairpin turns and sudden drops like, oh. <laughs> so places i would die cool. right yeah i mean if that's on a blue i guess it doesn't even make me that worried because all my fondest memories at ski resorts were in the resort eating cheese fries. <laughs> <laughs> Not so much on the slopes. Mm-hmm. So this might be a cool place for me. I, I I like to ride gondolas and watch people in Chewbacca fur. I did sound... All the descriptions made it sound like a cool place to be. Right. This is, It was a shining three-star review. It just wasn't for them, I suppose. It was that over. really was the main complaint, huh? I'm not going to want to see the the Instagram models in their little, yeah, I don't know, Chewbacca fur outfits. But I'm also going to, I'll probably feel the same way about the four-year-old kid who's shredding down the hill because his parents brought him there when he was two and he's better than me. Or the bros that are going down shirtless because it's sunny out (laughs) and they're like, they got beers in their hands and they're just shredding and I'm like. Ski resorts are one of those places that just attract pompous rich bastards you know (laughs) all types of them (laughs) yeah i would feel strange approaching anyone uh at a ski resort with the intent to be friends i would i and this is a mark against me i would just assume that they uh i thought their shit did not stink to say the least (sighs) i'll tell you what stinks i'll tell you what stinks you got a little review yeah, yeah. Let me let me see. Uh, I've got a handful of these because I somehow I must have ended up on the <laughs> the a non perishable food section of, <laughs> of Amazon because mm-hmm. I have a bunch of reviews for Starkist tuna. <laughs> I'll just read this one because it's the shortest. Uh, I think we'll have something to say about it. This is from Amazon customer Starkist chunk light tuna and oil. They tell the review bad diarrhea. Semicolon, Amazon wouldn't refund. And they write, I don't know if it's because I have not eaten canned tuna in a long time, or if the product just isn't good, but I had diarrhea every time I tried to eat it, and they would not refund me. What a ripoff. I I tried to see if they would let me ship the rest back to them and get a refund, but no, they would not. I am stuck with three unopened eight packs and five cans left from the first eight pack. <clears throat> Complete waste of twenty to thirty dollars. One star. I mean, I on one hand, I feel for this person. That's a lot of food to have on hand to be wasted and not be compensated <laughs> for in any way. On the other hand, 
<laughs> Stop eating this. I think you know what's wrong. Yeah, you know what old Benny Franklin said about doing the same thing over and over and expecting <laughs> different results. And I think that applies double for the doo doo situations. Yeah. If I'm, that, <laughs> we have evolved to. I think that was our first good evolution besides thumbs is figuring out when something makes us sick. We yeah. don't eat that no more. <laughs> fool me once, shame on you. <laughs> fool me twice. Oh, yep. Mm-mm. Can't go fool again. <laughs> you know, green and sweet, good to eat. <laughs> the red or the berry. You know, might as well try it again. Might as well try give it again. another shot. <laughs> hey, I saw, uh, yeah, I saw Ug Ug. He ate a, a, <laughs> these black mushrooms over there and just uh, vomited and shit himself to death. But they smell kind of good. I think so I'm shiny. Gonna, you want to come over and I'm just, you know, check, just watch, just make sure I'm good while I try a couple of those bad boys. You can have some. <laughs> Yeah, that that part of uh, those those thoughts in our evolutionary line were supposed to be eradicated Hang long, on. long time ago. It's not even. Let me revisit that first sentence because it's not sure. even that they're like maybe this is bad. Uh-huh. They say, and and I quote, "I don't know if it's because I haven't eaten canned tuna in a while, uh-huh. <laughs> or the product isn't good." Thinking maybe I've lost my my sea legs, so to speak. Sure. Maybe maybe if you don't keep up with your cantuna diet, this is what happens. Uh huh. And I can understand that, right? When you travel, it takes a while to get acclimated to a new place's sure. food. But sure. that's a different sort of sick. I think it's yeah. There's a clear line between I have dysentery and I got a little. Tummy ache because I ate some food I'm not used to. Mm-hmm. <sighs> yeah, tuna. Canned tuna is scary, bro. The reviews. Uh, I've got some more. I maybe we'll, we'll revisit them later. Sure. But yeah, I'm not gonna be. Yeah. <laughs> I'm not gonna be buying any of this stuff. I was raised Ooh. with a healthy respect for canned tuna. Tell you that much. I typically dig it, but yeah, this is this has turned me pale. <laughs> Paler than normal. <laughs> Pale is a ghost on the ocean sea. Pale is an Amazon driver about to fade into the ether <laughs> after delivering 12 cans of bad tuna. He left it on the, oh, the Mothman door. That Maybe that's what you need. You need to get Amazon to leave some bad tuna at your cryptid door. <laughs> that's how you safe. get rid of them. That's how you get rid of them. But you can't get rid of us because we got new episodes, baby. Every Tuesday Reviews Day. That's right. Hashtag Tuesday Reviews Day. This is reviewparty.com. Woo! Ooh. Thanks for listening. Uh, get ahead of myself a little bit. That's the most important. <laughs> Thank you for listening. Uh, if you want to be a part of the show in some fun way, you can send us a funny review like the ones we read today. That can be funny, weird, uh, just make you go, huh? Any, any type of thing uh, that you think is worth putting in front of our eyes, we'd love to see it. Just send that internet funniness over to reviewparty.com at gmail.com. Include a name so we can throw you some credit for that. Matt, tell me things. Hey, audience. Listeners, we want you all over us like feral cats on a can of bad tuna. We want you to be pawing and, and mewing and, and all crazy. And you can do those sort of things. I know for sure. Verified. 100% factual. You can do all those things on Instagram and TikTok wow. at reviewparty.com. And hey, did I say TikTok? We have TikTok. 
we have Instagram too. Just go follow us there. If you're like, I don't have time to listen to 52 minutes of you guys every week. Well, you can get little snippets of our silliness both places. Also on Twitter at RubyPartyPod. And hey, if you're into reading reviews that maybe we wrote, check out Letterboxd, RubyParty. You heard of us? Uh, if you have, then you know we've got a website, reviewparty.com.com. So much stuff there that I would tell you about, but go listen to the last episode and hear it there. Okay? Deal? Deal. Cool. I had a really scathing review of the Mario movie I forgot to put on there, but it's mm. still in my head. So, hey, go check out Letterboxd. Maybe maybe that funny Mario movie will be on there, which is good because I've been too nice. I gave out too many five stars. I regret <laughs> it. Anyway, uh, I don't regret asking the Nosebleeds to use their song Bread for Breakfast mm-hmm. as our theme song because it's good. They make good music. Uh, check out more music from them if that sounds neat. Uh, Spotify is a good place to do it. Bread for Breakfast is the name of the song. Nosebleeds is the name of the band. Go check them out. Uh, I got a finisher here. A little review to finish us off from Amazon. This is for Ken's Foods Inc. Cannonball Barbecue Sauce. One gallon. Let's get it, Ken. This is this is a steakhouse barbecue sauce. I'm I'm assured by the label here. Okay. Cindy Lee titles their review. Never received it. They write. I needed this for a recipe, but it never arrived. Good barbecue sauce, but good luck having it actually arrive. One star. Mm. <laughs> it's got to be Ken's. <laughs> what has got to be Ken's? It's got to be Ken's. I ain't going to the corner store and getting no KC Master crap. I need Ken's Cannonball, baby! <laughs>